What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Daddy Gig Podcast with your host, Weezy and Shansire. How's everything? I'm doing rather exquisite as usual. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm, I am enjoying the haterade, I have to say. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to open a new fresh bottle of haterade. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. Give it to me, nice. Yeah, man. I've got non-alcoholic haterade, so that'll do. But it's still just as good. You don't need alcohol in your haterade, man. No, oh, man. Yeah, I poured out a glass last night in celebration of a small victory that is a developing story uh so on friday many of you may have already known but we had two atwood strikes overturned one of which affected not only my main channel the what is true podcast but this channel our joint channel the daddy gate podcast yep our totally innocent podcast didn't do anything wrong to anyone didn't deserve any malicious strikes <laughs> and ended up getting struck and we are now safe to call them malicious strikes totally truthfully they are malicious strikes otherwise they would have been defended end of discussion they were false strikes uh, we knew they were false when he submitted them he had no intention of defending them he didn't he probably didn't expect to have to defend them unfortunately for him he found himself on the receiving end of a lesson of how the law works. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, the video that was struck on this DaddyGate channel has been reinstated. So if you are listening to this, I encourage you to go listen to it. It's called The Many Faces of Sean Atwood. It only has 400 views as of this recording because... It was struck down almost immediately. Yeah. I mean, it's almost unheard of to get a video taken down only two hours after release. And that's what happened to this video. It was only up for two hours, hence the 400 views on it. And it's only three minutes long. It's not a long video. So I encourage everyone to watch it. And if you've already watched it, rewatch it, share it, mirror it, please. There's a reason why it got to him so bad it it angered him so bad that within only a couple hours of release he was taking it down so uh let's i'm gonna re-upload it eventually but it's still up there and i highly encourage everyone to share the hell out of it yeah so that's on this channel and if you go and watch it now you will be able to see an example of fair use you'll see an example of a video that was created using bits and pieces of other people's content there's no limit there's no set guidance in the law as to what you can or cannot use it's not like you can only use 10 seconds here 15 seconds there etc that is exam that is an example of fair use that wheezy made he put it on the channel and sean Hart would stuck it down within two hours now this hatred that we're drinking is the tears of the people that said <laughs> you can't do that you're not allowed to do that. It doesn't matter. There's no example in which you're allowed to do that. Or you should have had a, a disclaimer at the start of the video and that would have stopped it. <laughs> None of that is true. That is all bullshit. We said at the time to all these people that that was complete bullshit and that they were wrong. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, for these people, I don't think it will actually be pleasant for them that this is back up because they'd rather see you get hit, you get damaged. They'd rather see Sean Atwood win if it means you, their enemy, 
for some reason no. uh, gets hurt. Yeah. And me as well, because obviously this is this is my channel as well as your channel. Um, so Sean Atwood firing these these strikes out. He knew it was fair use. He know he has a legal duty to consider whether something is fair use. And the fact that he refused to defend it, he refused to go to court when it was hit back at him when the strike was when he was given a counter notice and the strike was reversed. That says it all. He wasn't prepared to back up his actions that he took he took the actions and he backed out halfway through basically he backed out in the middle of the process he should have carried on and fully gone through the process of going to court which would have been interesting i'd have certainly been there in the i don't know if you have public galleries for that kind of case over there dude where you can just walk in and watch but i'd have wanted to go over there and watch that pull a uh mr nipple clamps and be a cook and watch it go down from the sidelines but we you know i brought it up last night in the live stream and talked a little bit about it uh shout out to bh for coming on as well it was an awesome show awesome turnout had a lot of people but i went over and i showed the screenshots of the emails that i got not only from Matt Wood but from youtube themselves uh breaking down because as you like to do as I like to do as we like to do. We like to put forth evidence for what we say. We're not just casting out aspersions on wooden thrones of lies. Uh, we back up what we say. So. Yeah, we like to show our thinking. This is how we got to the conclusion. It's important to do that. You can't just say something and expect people to believe it unless your audience is made up of, you know, absolute morons and that's how you treat them. Yeah. Yeah. You've, you've, dangle this little lie here and they'll swallow it whole you dangle yeah. that little lie over there and they'll swallow it whole and Dangerous so game. We, we don't play those games and so i put i didn't put the entire sean uh atwood email uh for personal reasons okay but i did show my family and friends i did show you you have the original email you know what contains in it and yep. i showed it to my copyright attorney and the whole thing's been comical yeah. When you saw that Sean Atwood email, what were your thoughts? My thoughts were that he had tried to make it look as if it was a legal notice of some kind. He'd couched it in things like quotation marks and square brackets here and there to make it look <laughs> as if he was to make it look as if he was quoting legal yes. legal language and things like that. And it it was just you know that was the kind of thing that would get you into a lot of trouble if you sent that kind of email to the wrong person because you could get yourself into quite a lot of legal trouble sending things like that. There was no basis for what he said in there either. He, he said something in that email that was absolutely false, uh, which he should not have said, and it looked like an attempt to scare you into giving out further information. And obviously you give out enough information when you file a counter notice to receive something yeah. the way that Sean Atwood had worded it. To me... If you'd sent that to the wrong person, if you'd sent if he'd sent that directly to your lawyer, for example, he'd have been getting into trouble for that. Well, could we, should we have expected anything less from someone that provided a fake letter of employment? No, for, no. To, you know, for to a landlord, for a tenant, uh, I wasn't expecting anything less. As a matter of fact, when we proceeded with this. These initial counterclaims and whatnot, and I sought out legal instruction. That was 
one of the things in the back of my mind is he gonna try to forge or fake documents he's not scared to do that he obviously proved it with the you know false letters of employment and for those he's that don't comfortable know, doing it yes can you touch on it real quick what the false letter employments we're talking about for those that yeah, may not know absolutely yeah so when uh, getting a flat for cali he went for a meeting with the landlord now this is all based on what we were told by the wife of the landlord and she was passing on her information you know the, the way she had seen it but she was at the meeting with the landlord her partner and mr atwood and i think carly might have been there as well she specifically said that mr atwood handed over this paperwork to the landlord the letter was a letter from a limited company it was signed by a director of the limited company allegedly it said Callie Diamond, Jenny Ann Brearley basically had her real name. It said that she was going to be getting a job with that company for £30,000 per year. As a, It wasn't a cleaner. I've heard some people saying it was a cleaner, but I think that was something else. Some, something else within the lore uh, about a cleaner, but it was actually uh, some kind of clerical assistant, I believe, that she was supposed to be employed as. You know, like typist kind of thing for thirty thousand a year, which is actually quite a quite a high wage for somebody of that yeah. uh, that skill set anyway right. uh, in this country. But that letter was completely fake. So if you look up the limited company for a start, it was absolutely it was defunct. It had been dissolved six years ago. There are no other limited companies of that name. It doesn't work like that. That limited company was dissolved six years ago. All the directors who are listed on Companies House for that limited company, it shows you the directors who've resigned and etc. whoever's been named as part of that company. The name who claims to be a director at the bottom who signed it, nothing to do with that company. So that would appear to me, to my understanding, if I was to be asked whether that broke the law, I would say yes, that would be probably fraud by false representation or obtaining goods and services by deception i'm not a, obviously a lawyer but to me it sounds like it would fall under something like that where they've obtained the services or the landlord or they've obtained the i don't know whether it'd be obtaining goods or services but one of the two they've used deception they've, they've deliberately pre-planned a false letter a letter which cannot possibly exist it's impossible for a letter to have been written by that company because it's dissolved and the person claiming to be a director has nothing to do with that company. They gave it to this landlord. It makes you wonder why they've given that to the landlord in the first place. Was it with the expectation that Callie wasn't going to be paying all of the rent anyway? And if so, that really is escalating to quite high levels of premeditated fraud. And I personally think that if that had happened to me anyway, I'd be reporting it to the police. And I think the landlord should have done that. But certainly that's what I would do if that happened to me because... There are now thousands, innocent working people are now thousands of pounds out of pocket because of that whole situation. And that was a deciding factor on them giving Callie the property, yeah. is seeing that she was going to be getting that job. 100%. And that was also one of the biggest factors in this debunking the whole GoFundMe scam as we now know it. Tying it back to the whole copyright strikes is that was definitely in the forefront of my mind yeah. as we were moving on because if he was down if he was fine with doing that in the past he's already he already has a past behavioral 
experience with this. Exactly. Um, what's there for, you know, why would I believe that it wouldn't change this time around? So yep. that was definitely in the in the forefront of my mind uh, moving on. And then essentially what happened was on Friday, I got that email. And when I saw the email, I, I read it. You know, I was like, what the hell is this? I don't even know what he's talking about. You know, it was it it just seemed like a lot of stuff wasn't making wasn't adding up. It almost seemed like he had whipped that email up in a frenzy. And about 20 to 30 minutes after that, I got an email from YouTube because in that email, he was claiming that YouTube uh, sent him or told him this and told him that. And when I thought about it, I'm like, wait a minute. Why are you telling me YouTube is telling you this? I, this sounds like a scam to begin with this email you sent me because I, I wouldn't take anything from you for, you know, as word or gospel. I want to hear it from YouTube directly. So about 20 to 30 minutes, I got an email directly from YouTube and for a split second, I'm not good. You know, I was like, holy shit. Maybe, maybe there's something. And sure enough, I was exonerated, if you will. YouTube uh, reinstated both of my videos, the videos on my What Is Truth podcast, videos on the Daddy Gate podcast. And that shut down any stupid writings from Sean. There was no doubt that what he said was bullshit. You know, you'd done your side by the book. There was no doubt in my mind that what he said in that email was false. It was, there was, he had no right to ask for extra information like he was doing it was irrelevant and he was saying that you had a legal a legal duty to to do so it was ridiculous says who says sean atwood the fraud that's who's saying this shit and i'm gonna youtube had youtube had instructed him to take it up with you basically like it doesn't work like that mate i'm doing it through the expensive way we're past the point of emails now you know and he's sending you an email on the last day the very last day at that point, he must have already been told by YouTube that his strikes had been reversed and he decided to send you that anyway. I don't even know what he was looking for, but uh, it was a silly attempt anyway. And you've now got something in writing from him, which shows more fuckery on his side. One, well, the other thing that I did mention last night on the la- last night's live stream was when he first sent me my first copyright strike, I sent him an email politely asking him to take them off. I politely asked him. I wasn't an asshole on the email. I kept it professional and respectful. And I said, Sean, you know that these copyright strikes are false and frivolous. I am asking you nicely to please remove them. Yeah, you were saying be fair. Come on, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I, I wasn't trying to kiss his ass or anything. I, that's exactly it. I was tr- asking him to Man to man. Them. Yeah, like a man. Exactly. And that's one of the options that YouTube... Uh, puts you know when you're disputing a a counterclaim or or a copyright strike whatever that is one of the solutions to it you reach out to the claimant and try to seek a resolution in that form which i did i never had a single atwood email response he never responded to me instead and that was way back in december instead anytime he wanted to communicate with me he would tag another player in this saga who will remain anonymous because they are as time has progressed this person is no longer a key player in this whole thing uh they were just a a chess piece if you will 
but yeah, uh, it was uh, it, that, that, it I think if it's a person, piece. if it's a person that you're that I think you're talking about, the person was just it's just a fraud, yeah, basically a lying fraud, uh, compulsive liar. But this chess piece, uh, anytime Sean wanted to email me or or send me a communication, they he, would do it. Yeah, yeah, he would right. he would uh, email this chess piece compulsive line uh, so-called truther this yeah. person that people trust and believe or d- used to trust and believe would actually be send and this is what people don't know in the yeah. background they were actually passing information on to you from sean atwood mm-hmm. and that's the thing that was the only way sean would ever communicate with me he never communicated with me directly every now and then even after december he would communicate with me on some comments in videos you know like tell me sending me some nefarious messages you know hashtag sinaloa remember that which insinuated a mexican cartel connection Um, yeah and then even throwing some kind of racial innuendos by calling me amigo and and all this other bullshit uh we had little little things but never nothing professional never nothing in detail it was always through a third party and even via the the one of the recent copyright strikes when i was doing a response video uh to the cali sean interview which will be uploaded to my main channel soon in that video what did he do he sent that video to a third party he's been communicating with me through third parties uh for the most part and so when he sent me that email i felt i did not owe him anything to respond to him i didn't owe him jack shit if he was going to ignore me and he didn't want to answer to me as a man to man, why the hell should I give him the same respect back? You know what I'm saying? Exactly, dude. You're, you're dealing with someone that's a dirty fighter. He's already forced you through the legal process to much hassle and effort and energy. He's already forced you through the legal process. And then at the very last minute, he expects that he can just email you to get a response he's just i don't know whether that email was to cover his own back or make it look like he was doing work make it look like he was doing his bit in the case but he wasn't he didn't do his bit he didn't make any efforts to defend that case he just he maybe just wants something to make it look as if he can say well i did everything i could on my side yeah. Uh, even though he didn't, but he's forced you through a legal process here, and he expects to be able to to send you an email which is couched in legalese. Almost, it looks as if it's an official email. It's very, you know, it, looks, it's, it well, does look as if he's angrily put it together, but it's structured in a way that it's quite demanding and legal sort of looking. You know. Well, I and I we didn't discuss this before. Uh, talking about this so i'm discussing it if you go look at the email that i sent you and if you look back i don't know if you have it in front of you but if you look at the last sentence the last sentence where oh okay i can actually read this uh in not more than 10 business days otherwise if you look at the otherwise closely otherwise legal and then the rest process cannot be served he copied and pasted something it's clear as day. Look at the look at the font. That otherwise legal part is so much smaller than the rest of the email font. So interesting. He, yeah, I'm just I, trying to bring it up just yeah, now. Yeah, pull it up as well. Let me so just we can. Uh, yeah, and I'm back, sorry yeah. we should have discussed this beforehand, <laughs> but it just uh, reminded me. I was studying the email, and as I was looking at it, I'm like, "Holy shit! That 
font is not doesn't match up the rest of the fonts in that email. Again, the trail yeah. of stupidity. Do you see what I'm talking about? It does look like that. Yeah, it you does know what? Look like that. Copy and paste it, and we'll put it on the on the yeah. channel. This is this is actually turned into like part of your channel's business now. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's uh, Atwood has been properly and correctly given notice as per the YouTube requirements. It's all been viewed by YouTube and passed on to him. They don't just automatically pass on your counter notice. They review your counter notice and then pass it on. Yeah, yeah. It uh, took me so, a couple of days. Um, he, I got those copyright strikes early May. Mm-hmm. I didn't file the counters until I think May seventh, May eighth. They were not processed until two or three days later. That's when the proceedings uh, commenced. And you know, as as you just saw in that email, it's clearly a copy and paste job. Uh, something that was whipped up. So, what I have theorized in you know processing this whole these last couple of days is that he received a, an email from YouTube stating that these strikes were going to be overturned. So he was given a heads up. He quickly and angrily whipped up that email as best as he could, and and that it required some copy and pasting, as we can easily see on there because the font doesn't match the rest of the fonts that is a clear copy and paste job and that was his kind of like you know let's let's swing for the fences you know he had nothing and and let's just swing now see what we can get and as we have been saying he he has been projecting himself to be so much smarter than all of us and like I was just gonna lay on my back and just cave into his bullshit copy and paste jobs. Get the fuck out of here, man! I did my part of the job, and I've done everything honestly and transparently. And he's been burnt by his yep. own stupidity, by his own deceitful acts, and by his own behavior. And it's caught up to him. And I don't know what kind of repercussions. Unfortunately, I didn't get nothing from YouTube uh, telling me that what the repercussions of his frivolous and false attacks were but maybe he got strikes back i don't know i don't know well one thing that is a repercussion is that you now and this is something that you may want to consider maybe going to be expensive but you actually now have the right to sue sean atwood because he has taken false legal action against you it's written into the dmca rules that you now have the right to sue him so that's something that you can certainly you now consider and obviously speak to your legal advisors about it, but you do have that right, and he could lose money. It's it's misuse of the copyright system. It's been said that he's done it before with other people. Whether that's true or not, I don't know, but certainly with you, he attempted to strike you. When did he last strike you? Was it back in January or something when you decided not to not to pursue it. It was in but December. December he struck. Me. That's when you did all the groundwork into looking at your options and how and how you know what to do in this kind of situation. You decided to leave that one. You asked him to to remove it. He didn't remove it. It just was removed itself. You know, but it fell off after the ninety days anyway. That's when people started calling you a pussy and saying, you know, you're never going to beat Atwood and all this. Him striking you at that point. You learned more about how the copyright system works and how defending copyright false copyright strikes works based on your 
experience of that strike. You know what I mean? So when these two strikes came in later, when he thought he could hit you with two basically at once or two within quick succession of each other this time around, you'd already done your research by that point. You knew who to contact straight away. You'd already had the, the relevant discussions. It was just a case of handing the information over and ready to go. Uh, so he, he screwed himself over by trying to hit you first. He got himself into a false sense of security because you never fought that one back. And then he thought he would hit you with two later on, thinking and, you wouldn't strike those either. And as a result, he violated one of the 48 laws of power. Which one was that? Oh, I don't know, dude. I'm or not sure. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't corner your... Or you know. Oh yeah, I, th- I think it's like through the book. Yeah, don't co- don't don't back your enemy in a corner or something like that. Or he's gonna lash out, and that's yeah. exactly what happened, man. He tried to knock me out. He put me in a situation where it was do or die. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He put me he put me there, and I was like, fuck this. I've been working my ass off for everything, all I've done, and it's all on the line. Hell yeah, I'm gonna fight back. I yeah. work for this honestly. I put in tireless hours behind all this. And I'm not just going to lay down and let this dude walk all over me or exactly. his as he's, he's so used to let he's so he, he like I said in my video that I put out the other day, he it seems as if he thinks he's one of the elites that he covers because he knows how much they get away with and yeah, if it was one of the elites doing this against you, you'd have lost that strike, you know? Yeah. But it's not one of the elites in terms of the law, he's just a normal working class nobody. He's the same as everyone else, you know. It just shows he's how not vulnerable. special at all. Yeah, it, to me, it it only solidified that he's just uh, he's as vulnerable as anyone. Yeah, and the law is going to look at him equally as a, as an equal to us, not as better than us, not as more important. This is just a random guy whose own ego tells him that he can bully other people, that he can file false strikes, and they won't do anything back against him. And that he can get his easy-to-manipulate, dim-witted goons to do the same thing for him. <laughs> and he thinks he's going to get away with it. And he, Because he surrounds himself with these weak people that are easy to manipulate. Uh, these people that put uh, intimidation tactics in writing for some reason. Because that's obviously smart behavior. Um, you know, he thinks he's he thinks he's a, like quite a high-level genius, uh, Sean Atwood does. And he's, he isn't, unfortunately, because, like I said as well in my video... When you're dealing with law-abiding citizens, if you're not a law-abiding citizen, you're the one that's on the back foot, especially with the background messages that they've been sending out to each other and trying to saying that you hacked his computer. That's actually quite likely Wait, to be are you slander. Talking about, are you talking about this guy? From the cameraman. <laughs> the cameraman guy? I'm not going to confirm or deny it. I'm not going to confirm <laughs> or Mr. deny it. Mr. Nipple Clamps? Mr. Nipple Clamps. Um, yeah, man, that... I guess that brings us to that character. Doing Atwood's bidding. I'm going to put a few strikes on you now as well. Yeah, man. Coordinated attack. How the hell are you going to agree to come on my show only to turn around and then say that you never gave me permission to use your images or any of that stuff? When I have all the damn evidence, the DMs, clearly stating he was lying. His case of copyright... Uh, strikes 
are, are even more hilarious than the Sean Atwood ones, you know? Yeah, they've got less weight. Less they, weight. They can't, yeah, because at, at least Atwood can say, well, in my personal opinion, at least he can say, I'm I'm really, really dumb, and in my personal opinion, that wasn't fair use. Yeah. And then the court can educate him on that, you know? The judge will be happy to educate him on that. <laughs> Whereas this other one that's come through, you can't say, well, I thought it was... It was uh, that he didn't get permission, even though I gave him written permission the day before. You know, you can't I'm a say cameraman. that. <laughs> I'm a cameraman. Goddamn freaking nerd. It's just not going to work. You take that to court. Go and take that to court. I would almost guarantee that that would be thrown out of court. I'm pretty sure that the judge would not let that lawsuit go ahead because they would just say you can't let it go ahead because you've given him permission. So this cannot go ahead. There's no that. That's what I'm saying. That. His copyright strikes are even more yeah. hilarious. Like the thing that he said in that in that was that this image was taken uh, from my. Did he even say that as part of his strikes? This image was taken as was actually hacked off my computer. Yeah, well, he's been he said going that as part of his strikes, and he also said he's also making up malicious stories about me, which again is completely untrue. You've never done that. He says he's also making up malicious stories about me. That's going to get to court, and the judge is going to say which part of making up malicious stories about you and your computer being hacked, which part of that is copyright infringement? Yeah. None of that's copyright infringement. Why have you put that on this DMCA document? Yeah. Yeah. It, it would, I don't think it would actually get to court. I'm almost certain it wouldn't It wouldn't be allowed to pass through. He's got no grounds at all, man. Like you said, you're comp- this is a, a classic case of comparing apples to oranges. You, yes, what the hell does this have to do with copyright? Yeah. And then going around that, he tried to do that on my live stream. Uh, not he, he got banned last week. Uh, when he was being verbally abusive. Yeah, he came in yep. telling people, fuck you, fuck you. I didn't see it. You told me and everyone else told me. But apparently he came in throwing fuck yous everywhere. <laughs> he said, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. And he was like naming people. It's like, <laughs> like I, know, is that, I wish I would have really, seen that, dude. Is this really the kind of guy you want? you weren't working for you. I mean, if I found out that one of my staff members was behaving in that way, going on to live streams and saying, go fuck yourself, go fuck yourself to people, uh, it's not very professional, is it? And he's not very professional. His responses to you on Twitter, for example, in DMs and stuff like that, was like, it was very similar, wasn't it? You said, why have you put a copyright strike against my channel? This is extremely unwise behavior. And then it says something like, why don't you read it, dumbass, and you'll find out, or yeah, dickhead, or something head. No pet, yeah. Uh, it's just pathetic. Yeah, behavior. I asked him. I wasn't rude, or I didn't call him a name, or use any ad hominem attacks. I just go, "What is this about, dude?" And he just said, "Read it, you you knobhead." But I mean, I don't know. At the end of the day, all he is is just a. I'm a cameraman. That's all we can. That's all we can surmise from it. But I guess touching back to it, his so. But wait, the, so sorry to interrupt though. He's calling everyone cyber bullies. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. his out. He's like, because if you start calling people cyber bullies, that's because they think you'll be scared of that because the police can get involved and stuff like that. You're just literally telling multiple people to go and fuck themselves. Yeah. On who's on, a cyber bully? On camera, is you're calling everyone cyber bullies and you're calling you a knobhead when you ask him about the strikes and things like that. It just doesn't make any sense. And there's other things that he's done um, that have been going around, and you know. Let let it let it all come out. It'll all come out in the wash, as they say. But to cut for him to be calling people cyber bullies is ridiculous. At least we can stand by everything we've said, you know. Yeah. And what 
what he's saying is false, especially on those strikes, accusing you of hacking his computer, accusing you of making malicious stories up about him, very specific malicious stories about him, and then calling you a cyber bully after giving you permission to use the content. Insane. Anyway, dude, sorry, I interrupted you there. Oh, you're good, man. You gotta, you gotta vent. I'm the one always ranting and venting. It's all. It's <laughs> nice to hear Needed you sometimes. for a change. Hell yeah, man, do it by all means. No, but just another example where he's trying to silence criticism against him. You know. Yep. That's why. What's the thing? If you don't get along with someone, you got some beef, and you maliciously tell them to stop, like it, go fuck yourself, and, and starts accusing you of this and that. The other person. Especially if they have my type of personality, what what's someone in, with my personality going to do? Am I going to yeah. back off and lay down? No. Or am I going to no. come back and hit your ass harder? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's not bullying. It's called getting into an argument with someone after you started an argument with them. Yeah, he he's the one that introduced himself to us. We he didn't asked know who he to was. be on your show. Yeah. He asked to come on my show, and he's been posting messages for months on our on our comments. He's been DMing things. us. Yeah, he's been saying things about me on my channel, which I've just completely ignored for months. You know, trying to start up stuff like that. If anyone wants to accuse anyone of cyberbullying, I've got a much better case than he does. Yeah. Well, to me, none of that. I mean, I'm supposed to be scared of someone who got their phone snatched by another man. Uh, Mr. Nipple Clamps extra Extraordinaire. Fuck that shit, man. As a matter of fact, I saw a meme going around the web, and I'm going to be putting that on my Twitter, so my Twitter handle will be in the description. Yeah, but, the Looney, yeah, the Looney Tune uh, Brigade. And yeah. you wanted to file bullshit copyright strikes? Guess what? I'm going to put that bitch on Twitter. And hopefully that gets many retweets. You don't have, I'm not asking you to follow me. Just retweet the shit out of it. Let's say you <laughs> think I'm a scumbag. Just retweet the shit. Get, <laughs> let's piss off Mr. Nipple Clamps by making it a widely circulating meme. Uh, the whole Looney Tune Brigade. Fuck that shit. Yeah. I mean, he's trying to come up. He's trying, he's trying to pull the moral high ground. Once again, the same tactic they always do. They always say that they've got the moral high ground when they know fine well they don't. But to act like you've got the moral high ground when you've been going around for months making borderline abusive comments, abusive remarks about other people on their channels, uh, and then to suddenly call other people cyber bullies when it doesn't go your way. You, I mean, he asked to go on your show. I, I, am I not? <laughs> am I right about that? Permission. He asked. I show. We showed the permission of the DMs. You suggested that you'd speak to him, and then he agreed to do it. You know, yeah. it's like... It, anyway. it, it's so pathetic, and that's why I said his... Sean's copyright claims uh, were ridiculous, you know, standing alone. And then you couple those with the ones that uh, little nipple clamps threw at me. It It's even more frivolous, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and But those ones should be falling off hopefully uh on monday or tuesday and so in a couple of days here i think wednesday at the latest is the when yeah, the deadline i mean it's absolutely fair use as well like even if we just take out the other things that aren't that he's put into his claim which aren't related to copyright which is ridiculous guy's supposed to own a business you know you'd think he would know what to put on to a document it tells you what you can put into the document and it's not that but even if we go on the fair use thing, it was a picture of him which is on which is on Google, and it was transformed completely 
to put them into another another setting. You know what I mean? It was set for it was done for the purposes of mockery, criticism, parody. I believe that you are definitely protected under your your First Amendment rights. And not only that, he's a literally a public figure. He has put himself into the public arena. And so for him to cry about it and then claim that I hacked his computer. But again, just like Sean, should we expect anything less? Especially when you hear a guy snatching his phone. Brother, brother, who are you? Yeah. Counterintelligence and all these bogus ass claims. Uh, that's their whole angle on it, man. Just making the most ridiculous aspersions, if you will. Nothing. I mean, everything completely baseless. No substance behind all this bullshit. Oh, just total bullshit. And they expect people to believe it. It's just ridiculous. I don't know how far they want to go. But, I mean, if you take this out and lay it in front of a judge or you lay it in front of the police, it's not going to go well for them. This whole thing, you can line up a timeline which just shows attempts to intimidate, attempts to harass, attempts to cause problems for people in public, out of public, in the background. All these, you know, things lining up, these false strikes... What is written in those false strikes? All these things add up to such such a, a degree that I just find it to be amazing that they seem to think they're invincible. If it was like a if you if you were running a business over here and somebody was running a business over there, a rival, and it was your business rival that was doing this, you'd have already got the police involved. Yeah. The kind of thing that they're doing is just so out with the norms of accepted behavior in society it's completely illegal man it's insane it, what they're doing and yeah. they think that and they think they've got the moral high ground it's ridiculous it's absolutely unbelievable that they behave like this and think that they're they're in the right well yeah i, I talked about this a little bit last night I, I, it was a long ass live stream so i don't expect anyone to have caught every single second but i i did mention that i went to see sean's channel especially after I had received the official email from YouTube, I wanted to study his body language, study all this. Uh, lo and behold, he was talking about, uh, you know, Ghislaine Maxwell and uh, Prince Andrew. And he was calling them scumbags, abusing young and the young and vulnerable. And to hear My him God. say this, to hear him say, after we know everything about Cali. And the whole issue there with Daddy Gate. I'm like, how the fuck do you sit on that chair and look at the camera with a straight face and dare say those things about them when you're essentially involved in the same utter nonsense as these because guys? Because hiding in plain sight is exciting for these people. Atwood's an expert on what he calls elite deviance. I've heard him talking well, about this many times, and hiding in plain sight's a big part of that. You just you do exactly what you say other people are doing. Or not only say, what about breathing sounds? Bro, we were given information about a podcast he did with two different guests. It wasn't with one guest, two different guests. Mm -hmm. When we both analyzed this video, we kind of were like, well, I wonder if this video's been edited. Yeah, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Oh, man. I could not believe and what I, I was seeing. It's right like there. a horror film. Yeah, like, this person's talking about the most traumatic, Tragi traumatic, tragic things. Sadness. And he's like, Pure sadness. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell me more. I yeah. mean, 
it, it sounds I'm, like he's on a. It sounds like he's he's getting a higher and higher into a state of climax. Dude, and I thought it was a joke, man. And if yep. I I don't even it did. I was in my the back of my head. I was like, why isn't the guest pointing like, hey man, yeah, you all right? What's he doing? Smack his ass! Like, how dare you? You know what I'm saying? Pull a Greta Thunberg. How I dare thought- you? It was totally. It was. <laughs> don't even get me started. Huh? Uh, but you know was, what I mean. It was so like it seemed to be. It was so. It was so well. First of all, watching it without any context, it was dark as anything. Yeah, it was extremely yeah. dark, and I was like, "Wow!" It put a shiver down my spine. I was like, "What is this I'm watching?" I was like, "This has to be. Has to be fake." Then the camera panned to him doing the breathing, and he was like turning into the mic and so what it looked like is that he was trying to show that he was so overwhelmed with emotion that he was like oh, like breathing into the mic yeah. like oh i'm so overwhelmed with emotion he this is a guy the this is a guy is on man he you never know? he never he never used to do it he never used to do it to such a theatrically high level he oh. says that he's so desensitized that he doesn't understand that recreating abuse with an abuse victim who has autism and brain damage isn't a problem. He thinks it's a great, hilarious laugh and worthy of a prank to release into the public. So he's so desensitized that he's going to do that without thinking. But in this case, he can't listen to this woman's story without theatrically showing that he's just gasping. He's gasping at how bad it is. You know, I found her story harrowing, as you did as well. Uh, but you wouldn't... It's not about you. You know what I mean? It's like, let her do this. Let her tell her story and be fucking professional about it. You don't sit there huffing at the microphone like you're... I'm not even going to say what it sounds like, but it was, it was horrible. It was like a, it was like a horror film. It was like... It didn't sound... It, it was it not... It didn't con- sound natural at all. It, it almost sounded like he wanted people to know i mean he's done how many of these fucking podcasts and Mm -hmm. is he not gonna know that the microphone is picking up this shit and then he was was moving his head towards the the mic to breathe and who knows if little husband little nipple clamps was recording this but the camera pans to his face and he's looking at it kind of like smiling doing the 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 evil grinch look you know the doing that face and so unpleasant he knew he knew what was going on and and like i said it wasn't one uh it wasn't on one podcast it was on two podcasts that he'd done this so i'm gonna try to do some research but i will try to find the podcast if anyone can stomach listening to this it's real evil i know there was a youtuber that that put the video clips on as well Uh, we'll put the description and we can find them but the podcast i believe for one of them was 183 with uh, something met met Kathy. What was the uh, yeah? Like Maya oh, Metcalf or something. Maya Metcalf. Yes, yeah, something like that. And, yeah. And we need to find the timestamps for this. But I know she someone- was horribly abused when she was a child, and by the sense of things, she was put into like child pornography. Hate that term, but you know, child abuse images, videos, etc. And this is what she was recounting. She was re she was telling this story which i can imagine is cathartic for somebody to do so not not get anything against her at all for going on but uh just that would i mean you wouldn't react like that it just doesn't make any sense it doesn't make and it was incongruent the sound of it wasn't he was trying to you could when the camera panned round like when it was not showing his face it sounded as if he was like 
somebody that was just getting off to the story, yeah. you know? But when it turns around, he was like doing the face of like, oh, this is so upsetting for me. Like, it, but it but was totally incongruent. At, at one point, sound- he looks at the camera like for approval. Like, hey, is this, yeah. is this good? Is, am I doing good right now? <laughs> like, He's got, got, got somebody in his earpiece telling him, sound sound more upset. But you're supposed to be an interviewer. And like you say, he's done hundreds of these interviews. He can sit there stoic and professional. And if he wants to, you know, if he's upset about something, he can just express that like a, like a normal person. But you don't just sit there where it sounds as if you're doing something quite sleazy let's be honest it sounded like the daddy gate video yeah sounds if you haven't watched it and you don't want to watch it you can't stomach i can't i'm not gonna blame you um but if you had to voice verify the daddy gate breathing sounds with those sounds it's an identical match yeah that's how disturbing it is yeah it's very disturbing and like i just think like if that that woman that went on his show, I kind of feel bad for her. I kind of feel like she was just used because she didn't know anything about the Daddy Gate video, presumably. No. Because if she did know about the Daddy Gate video, what do you think the chances of her going on to Atwood's show would have been? No. You know, it just seemed it just seemed wrong to me. I, like I just think it's I just think it's it's wrong for him to be uh, after he's admitted taking advantage of a vulnerable trafficking victim. I personally don't believe that he should be interviewing vulnerable victims of abuse. Yeah. That's my own personal it's opinion. I stand man. by it. Yeah, it's hypocritical. You can't, like you said earlier, you can't be standing on a moral high ground after your own mistakes and your own deviancies. We can't take you serious. And you haven't atoned for it. In fact, you have made matters worse with your continued lies and deceptions, your false copyright strikes, everything, and, and the continued mockery ignoring the victims you know the cali's victims not talking about it not saying a word it's just been continued bs so yeah he's spoken about cali as well like somebody contacted me with some information that he's spoken about cali apparently to certain segments of his audience yeah uh it's not something that verified but he apparently he's spoken about her and said that she needs to do some think you know basically well hopefully now that she's in prison she can do some some she can have a good think about what she's done basically like as if you know what I mean? He's like, he's not standing by it at all. He's like, she just have a good think about what she's done. Like, giving yeah. her any trouble. Yeah, when like, he said he wasn't going to blame anyone, he took all responsibility. But now yeah. he's taking that new approach of pinning everything on Callie. Feeling and, coward, and distancing man. himself from her as yeah. well, you know? Like, yeah. he's supposed to be our friend. And Lover. Th- you might be a deviant <laughs> and a degenerate and, a, and you know, as, as some people say, a scumbag. But even though, you st- even that, even if that is the case, like, don't just throw your friend under the bus. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He'll just do whatever he thinks is good for PR. So I'm going to look into that a little bit more to find out what the context was of him saying that. And, but I've got, it seems pretty legit. But apparently, yeah, he basically just threw her under the bus. That's probably not the best term to use. But, um, <laughs> you know, he just basically at shot low, her. At low speed. At five um, miles an hour. And, and, and like you say, <laughs> didn't give any 
any, God as far damn. as I'm aware, has given no, said nothing about the victim no. that his, as you say, it would appear a lover because you don't stick your tongue in your friend's mouth and, and, take and a photo nude of photos all over your flat. Exactly. If so she's a not lover, a lover, man. Safe so, to say, safe to say, lover. Yeah. Uh, you know, he hasn't said anything about the person that she killed, from well, what I can tell. And I know we're it's it's coming close on time, but I want I did want to touch before we wrap up. We have had contact with some insider information to some of the legalities surrounding Atwood. I don't know if we want to touch on that or maybe save that for another time, but I think this is to, to do with the same sort of contact yeah. that we've got who's given us that, who, who gave me that information about Cali uh, or Atwood's words about Cali. But yes, there is apparently word on the street that Atwood is in some kind of legal trouble at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and that legal trouble involves, from what we are told, the police. Yeah. And from what we've seen, Atwood has acknowledged this, that the police have been involved with him recently. And we and, have verified the acknowledgement. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't want to disclose where we got this acknowledgement from or, you know, any of that stuff. But we have verified it ourselves. So, mm-hmm. well, well, once we find out a bit more information, we can maybe talk about that. But it does appear that Atwood has had some trouble with the police, uh, i.e., he has been forced to submit to questioning by police. So, I don't know whether that means he was arrested or what the situation is, but something is going on. It's difficult because when you get information from people, like what we've got is clear video evidence. Uh, of discussions regarding this from the Atwood camp but obviously the people that we're discussing it with, they want to stay anonymous so you've got to deal with people that are staying anonymous and they're anonymous to us as well, you know, so you know we've got to try and get things a bit more verified and then we can see what the hell this is about and then try and discuss it but yeah, it, does, it looks as if Atwood is in a little bit of trouble So, yeah, so it's not all falling, you know, fun and games you know, no, he's as, not untouchable at all. He's, yeah. he's getting touched all over the place. Uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure he enjoys that, but yeah. <laughs> you can't no go comment. around acting like a total deviant and uh, in public and just dismissing the concerns of people and calling them all trolls and everything like that and just continue on your high horse journey while still doing similar or the same things. You know, you're still doing things that are against societal norms or against the rules or you know you're either breaking youtube's rules you're breaking the dmca rules you're breaking the rules of court which is what i think this legal issues that he's in just now appears to relate to but i don't want to say too much until we found out more but we can back up everything we've said um so there's nothing here that is you know there's nothing here that we can't talk about publicly it's 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 public information it came to us and there's public information about it um, it's just something that's something that really needs to be looked into. But you can't go around just constantly breaking all these rules, you know, filming that live street, that uh, hearing for Maxwell and holding up the sign to his audience saying, shush, YouTube's listening, be quiet, you know, yeah. and all this kind of thing. Just He just he just breaks the rules all the time and not for good. I'm up for break. Go ahead and break the rules. If you see unjust things happening, go and break those rules. I don't care. You know, I'm happy for that to happen. Quite right. But Atwood seems to break the rules which are there to protect people and ensure 
for example, that Maxwell's trial doesn't get corrupted by people live streaming it on huge, you know, with a huge audience base. That could actually corrupt a trial's outcome. That could. There's reasons it's illegal. Uh, and, you know, he does all these things, expects to get away with it. He doesn't get away with it. It catches up with him. Yeah. It keeps catching up with him all the time. So this whole myth that Atwood's untouchable is fast falling apart. He's not untouchable. He's going to get himself into trouble. We're not involved in any of the stuff that he's getting into trouble over. We're literally just watching from the sidelines and talking about it. Yet he's decided to focus his sights on us. He's like, right, because they're talking about it, I'm focusing on them. Why don't you? Why doesn't he just focus on himself first of all? You know, start reining in his own behaviour. He might find he's getting into trouble less. That's just it. It's it's a whole bag of worms, man, all around, top to bottom. Yeah, man. I From the very beginning it. to the ever continuing developing story that is the Daddy Gate saga. No doubt we'll have more content coming out. Let's probably have another one next week after we get the nipple clamps copyright strikes overturned as well and no doubt i'll be drinking some more haterade next weekend as well <laughs> absolutely man i'd love to see other people covering this as well you yeah. know it started off there were so many channels when we started off uh, covering this and it just seems it'd be so nice, many man. by the wayside well and the thing is it does suck that it does feel like we're like the only voices left shout out to true media who's still hammering away yeah uh, definitely and he's been one of the ones that's been hammering away from day one so we'll give him a shout out hell yeah uh there's been others that have acted like they were hammering away and then for whatever reason or others decided decided that we were the bigger enemy and then that didn't go so well for them so they just sort of gave up by the looks of things yeah and so if you are out there and you're listening to this, one way to help us out is to just share the material. Share it. Put it all over your social medias, your Facebooks, your Twitters. Uh, yeah, that's that. the best that's way. That's the best way. If you don't feel like you you have the time or the talent or the patience uh, to have your YouTube channel, that's fine. Uh, we're not talking about that. You don't have. To, that's not the only way to help. You can just share it. And if you have a YouTube channel with a few subscribers, you know, and just mirror it. Download the videos, mirror it, whatever, however you can, and upload them onto your channels. So just, you know, that's, I guess that's what I want to keep hammering out there. If you want to help out with this and not let this story die down, because there's still a lot of attention. I mean, the amount of people that showed up to the live uh, chat last night was a big encouraging sign people are still interested this channel right here the daddy gate podcast continues to grow yeah um so people are still interested so that's why we're still hammering away and help us get the word out and it's just as simple as sharing it uh just a simple share doesn't take too much and that's the easiest way to to help us get this stuff out yeah, if you're, if you're on the side of keeping this spotlight focused in the right place, if you're one of these people that says, oh, well, this is getting boring, boring now, just leave it. Well, you are the reason that cover-ups can happen. You know what I mean? It's that kind of attitude that allows cover-ups to exist. Oh, it's boring now, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, keep if the spotlight on care, it. If you're get not the hell out of here. Yeah, don't you watch. Don't, if you're not interested, move on. There's 
there's lots of videos about dinosaurs and space and things like that that you can go and watch. You know, cameraman, I wouldn't stop on a vid- cameraman I, I, courses on YouTube. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How to make shit documentaries. There's all kinds of shit, man. I'm a cameraman. <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh well. Well, I'm sure though. I'm assuming there'll be more content next week. We're gonna wrap this show up for this week. A lot of stuff. T- was covered. I mean, we did touch on quite a few things. Uh, thank you, everyone that has subscribed. Make sure you like and share it, please. And uh, if you like more of our content, we both have our own independent channels. Links will be on the description. Thank you guys all for all the love, the support. Truly mean it. You guys are what make us keep going. Hundred uh, percent. Yeah, the haters are a small part of it, but. At the, the end of the day, us, yeah, that's the just audience the fuel. Is why we do this. They're the fuel, but you guys are the ones that sustain us and and keep motivating us to to keep hammering away. Damn right, yeah. All right, man. You got anything else, my man? No, man. I think that's good, dude. Just uh, yeah, remember to share the video, like, subscribe, all that good juicy stuff. Any tips or anything like that, please definitely get in touch either in the comments or you can hit us up both on Twitter. I'm Chancer Media on Twitter. I don't know what you are on Twitter. Is it Wheezy? I think it's Wheezy Truth. I think. I don't know. I don't yeah. really use Twitter they'll, too much. They'll they'll find you. <laughs> or they can get you on the Facebook group as well, I think, can't they? Yeah, the, the Facebook group is growing quite a bit. Uh, if you are interested, go to my main channel. Find Go to one of my videos. Facebook group is there. Answer every question, please. If you don't answer every question, we will deny your application. So you need to answer everything. Yeah, it's going. It's growing pretty fast. I mean, what are you sitting at about 150 members now? Something. So like that. that's 150 people that managed to answer every question. It can't be that that difficult, you know. Yeah, it's a it's a fun time. We put memes and have a good time. So well, that's where we got that breathing thing from as well. That's where we first yeah, heard about that. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. People people have been helping us out. It's it's a, yep. you know one way it's to quality. send in tips. Uh, sending things you know the more people we have in there that's more eyes paying attention to things going on which only helps us out so that's that's the awesome thing about having a growing group like that well thank y'all again and thank you mr chancy for my pleasure as always i thank you for squaring up to sean atwood oh man no i I couldn't have done it without as cheesy as it would sound your support and the support of family and friends and the support of everyone that subscribes to us man um, yeah that you know hearing the comments it wasn't me man this i say this again and i know i'm bombastic but it was definitely a team effort man um there's no way in hell yeah but i the team not gone on this on my own put, man Fuck put yourself man. in the firing line man and it's fucking definitely takes uh takes that a deep breath to do that man but you know you're doing it on the on the right side. You're doing it on the side of truth, and you know, as I say, you're doing the right thing. So if you're doing the right thing, you can't really lose. In my experience, that's the thing, man. That it was the right thing to do against bullshit, Long nefarious yeah. acts. So, hundred percent. What that was that was the only way I felt that it could be combated was with the damn truth. And yep. the truth prevailed in this instance, and it's exciting, and it is satisfying on so many levels. Definitely, definitely, man. All right, my man. Well, until next time, everyone, please smash those motherfucking subscribe buttons and uh, check us out on all the rest of our 
channels and much love to each and every one of y'all yes and we'll catch y'all soon peace